Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. We're back. We're all together. It's number 29 of the Simon Says Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us here. We're the Get Up Show. I'm Sean. Charlie and Maddie are here. Well, hello there. Hi. Be sure that you subscribe and you like and you tell your friends and you call people and play this down the phone to them. Oh, I have have a neat thing to tell you guys from my cousin, Mark. Hey, Mark, thanks for listening. So Mark, he started listening just because he's my cousin and he was just being nice. He's like, oh, I guess, you know, I'll check it out, whatever. And he said he actually now listens because he likes us. Oh, look at that. <laughs> he thinks we're funny. We grow on people. I know. <laughs> so fungus. S- spread the word because <laughs> someone else might might actually actually like us. I don't know. You're setting us up now. <laughs> well, you know, um, it's cool. We've lasted longer than a, a lot of TV shows, 29 episodes. There was a story about people doing the same thing every day, the same thing the same way every single day and when you guys when you said that i was like yeah what's wrong with that (laughs) i realize a lot of the same stuff that i do well like sleep on the same side of the bed but we we talked about that one time about the people who switch up sides and how they're monsters yes that's insanity because my stuff is right where i like it next to my bed where i sleep Mm -hmm. i wouldn't want to move it back and forth uh Sit in the exact same spot on the sofa. Uh-huh. Check. Yeah. We have our spots. And um, then if somebody dares to sit there, especially if they know you, and they know that's where you sit, like yeah. if you walk into the room and they're sitting there, do you even say anything, or do you just stand there and give them the, what the hell's going on here look? You know, that was a running joke on the Big Bang Theory where Sheldon, it was like, you did not sit in Sheldon's spot. But that's not just him. I mean, I'm no. the same way. If the kid sits in my spot, I'm like, what What are you doing? Kid? I'll, make the, I'll make the dog move. I'm like, what are, you, <laughs> what are you doing? What do you think you are? Um, same bedtime routine, basically. Uh, style your hair the same way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> same outfits over and over. I feel like I kind of mix it up, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I only I have only so many combos. Sean well, has his running running thing. What's that? You have your running thing where you're like, 
you about wear the same. I don't know if you wear them on the same days, but you have your work clothes that you repeat. Well, I mean, it's a long time between repeats just because there's a lot of blue checked type of theme. <laughs> See, I realize I have a lot of gray. I'm I'm very into gray and shorts at the moment. That's kind of my jam. Um, shop at the same stores. Yes. Same brand of toilet paper. Yes. yes. No. Really? No. You mix up the, the TP? I don't even know what they are, man. It's oh, just like what? whatever's there. When it says like six equals 18, I figure that's a deal. That's for me. I'm making money. Oh, you've what? You haven't tailored your choice to the appropriate feel look i don't so, talk about this we don't talk about that remember when like was it cottonelle that had the puppy or was it northern i don't know oh i don't remember well, uh yeah one of them had the puppy and that was my brand of toilet paper and when they changed it i didn't know what to buy <laughs> that's confusing the the change of the packaging is the worst I just yes. go with the bears. I think I trust those cartoon bears and their wiping <laughs> habits. Did you know um, that there's different, like the red bears are one thing and the blue bears are another thing? Do they stand for different uh, bathroom issues? They No, they stand for different like softness or different quilting oh, or whatever. Oh, strength. Yeah, yeah, so like you need the blue bear for this or you need the red bear for this. <laughs> Let's move on. We're getting too much into your wiping. Got it. Uh, Don't eat, say that. Eat the same breakfast. I just recently have put a new thing into rotation, so I rotate two things every day. Uh, buy the same foods at the grocery store and eat dinner at a specific time for sure. Yeah. Oh, we don't. Really? Yeah. We're all over the place, Man. especially in the summer. I, I do so many things the same. I'm like, you guys might not know this, but I kind of have OCD about stuff. <laughs> what? What? And it's so much that, I mean, right down to the number of steps I take to make the coffee and get the water in the cup to go along with the cup of coffee and the amount of news I watch before I do anything else. And I realized when we were talking about this, this is why I ruin all of my vacations. Oh, I can only imagine. (laughs) You know? Because when I'm on vacation, I'm not at my house. I'm not going to bed in the same spot. I'm not waking up at the same spot. I'm not doing my my coffee and water routine. And it takes me literally days. It takes three to four or five days of being on vacation before I can finally feel like, okay, I'm cool with this. And I just figured out that's why. Because Mm. I'm not doing the exact same things the way I need to do them to feel like I'm okay in my skin. Well, the what? solution is never go on vacation again. Sure, that's one thing. <laughs> do you have do you have like things that you can bring with you on vacation to help you adjust? You mean like my like, house? Like, yeah, <laughs> like your your a specific water cup that you maybe fill, or no. um, no. yeah, or a pan that you cook with. No, you know Robert Downey Jr. has this. He has this same thing, and part of his rider when he does a job when he goes and films wherever it is if it's in london or paris or la he has them move all of his belongings into a size appropriate dwelling and he has his house recreated wherever it is he's working and filming for the duration of that job well i mean that's one solution (laughs) i remember seeing that yeah there you go bro you just gotta move your entire house that's a lot, man. 
Plus, <laughs> my, you know, I don't go on long trips either. So, like I told you, usually it's three or four days of I feel so uneasy and I don't know why and I can't stand being in my own skin. And then by about the fourth day, I'm like, okay, yeah, I got this. I'm cool now, man. <laughs> and then it's time to pack and come home. Exactly. What if you What if you had a travel set? Like, what if there was like a travel set? Of some of your stuff, like maybe you could set some stuff aside. That's your your travel home kit. I don't know. Oh, I know what would help. Make a little museum room wherever you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buy all duplicate stuff and set it up wherever you are. Take your collectibles. Or, yeah, I never or, even. You know the thing about that museum room is, I, I maybe go in there once a week. But you know it's there. It makes yeah. you feel good. Yeah. This oh, pr- take a picture from the doorway, then hang that picture of like an open door looking into the room, hang that on the door of one of the rooms of the place you're staying, and it's like you're looking into your museum room. <gasps> Boom. Ooh, there you go. There you go. You guys are so sweet. Problem solved. Indulge yeah. my neuroses in this way. <laughs> like, bruh, you know, you got to be able to relax too on vacation, and just because you don't have all your stuff doesn't mean you can't have some of it. So there you go. I don't know, man. I wish that there was a way... Like if there was a pill that I could take that would make this go away, that would make the world. Well, I think there are, but <laughs> you don't want to take those pills. <laughs> yeah, slow down, cowboy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell me about them, because my my guy can't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Sniff on some of those masks from China, there full of chloroform. <laughs> oh yeah. So we were talking about that on the radio show. First, China was sending unsolicited seeds. Which very easily, if you're a conspiracy theorist or if you're frightened by everything, as some of us are, a, a, a sack of seeds coming from China with fancy Chinese writing on it and it shows up in your mailbox, that could scare you that you might plant that and it might grow a snake tree and they might slither off of that tree and strangle oh, you and your God, whole I family. Hate those. Yeah. <laughs> but that was first. Now you're getting unsolicited. Corona masks in the mail. I I what is it weird that I kind of want to start getting brushed? Yeah, like that's what it's called. All these people who get packages unsolicited, like I've had to pay nothing. a lot of money. <laughs> I know, like <laughs> like the best thing that ha- we talked about this is like the best that happens to me is I forgot I ordered something or I was drunk and I got my George Foreman grill a few weeks later. Yeah. But, like, that'd be awesome. Like, I see all the time on Facebook, like, I got a package of stuff I never even ordered. It's, like, great. That's a, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't, that never happens to me. And I also don't forget what I ordered. Like, yeah. I'm sitting there tracking it from the minute I order it until it arrives on my doorstep because I get so excited when packages arrive. I, I do have that where something will show up and I'll think, did I order this? Or, like, when Brian, one of our bosses, sent me the soundtrack to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it arrived, and I said, huh, I don't remember ordering this, but it certainly seems like something I would have ordered. This is great. And then, (laughs) Did you ever thank him? (laughs) Yeah, I told him I got it, because we had gone to see the movie together. I told him I got it, and he goes, oh, good, good. I sent that to you. I'm glad you got it. I had to get your email. I I had to get your home address from HR. Oh. I I was like, cool. Wait a minute. That solves that mystery. (laughs) You know, but, the last time I got something that I ordered, like I forgot about, like was my 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 Wu Tang Clan hand sanitizer, but it, it was just it was a surprise, but only because I didn't realize they like they had said for the longest time that they were out of stock, like they had to shower uh, in some more, 
And so it finally showed up, and it was like, what is this magical box? And I was so excited. Oh, it's so good. I've got it right here. Ah, it smells like the Wu-Tang Clan. Oh. <laughs> wow. So yeah. you guys don't have problems going on vacation. You don't have the kind of anxiety that I no. do about that. Sometimes, um, but mostly no. But Charlie went on vacation and something happened. Well, so we went to we didn't, went to Oak Island last week and went went down to visit some friends and we went to the beachwear store. And I've gotten to this thing now where when I go to buy souvenirs, I want to make sure it's something I'm going to use and that I'm going to get some use out of and not just some little knickknack to sit on the shelf. So for a while, I've been wanting one of those um, kind of expensive koozies, the metal koozies that you put a slimline can in, Maddie. Yes. <laughs> I've been wanting one of those. So this one store had a whole wall full of them. And I was like, oh, cool. Okay. So I picked out this one. It's made by the brand Corksicle. And it's white, sparkly metal, and it has a hot pink rim around the top and a hot pink around the bottom. And the cool thing about it, it has this little insert in the bottom that you can freeze. And so then it keeps like a cold underneath your can, so it's supposed to keep your can cold longer. Sure. So I'm so excited about my new purchase. I finally got my can. It's cute, sparkly pink. We get back to the house where we're staying, and we're getting ready to get on the boat. So we come downstairs with, I've got all this stuff in my arms, beach towels, carrying some drinks, carrying my koozie, yada, yada. And I go to hand the box of drinks to my boyfriend. The koozie falls to the ground, and the bottom pops off and smashes into about six pieces. <laughs> I had literally had it for an hour, if even. Huh. Well, you were still there. But I broke it. I can't take it back. Well, slow down. I mean, you don't know that that's not a defect in the sense that maybe it should be able to stand up to more. You could tell them that, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I put I mean, it... I got I it cold. And just, just here, and and it just, it, I don't know why it's in six pieces. It just exploded. Yeah, oh, no. Excuse me, I need to talk to a manager. This thing's <laughs> greasy. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a perfect opportunity for just ask to speak to the manager, and, you know, you just act belligerent that you have no idea what happened. Y'all, yeah. I am not like that. I'm, I'm totally, it was totally my fault. I almost burst into tears oh. i was just standing there i was so upset my sweet boyfriend took it upstairs and crazy glued it back together and you can't tell that it's that it ever broke but i know that it did and i'm afraid that the that if i try and freeze that one part that it won't hold up so now i'm all sad oh come on man that is probably the saddest story i've ever heard in my life i know thank you I mean, when i think back on charlotte's <laughs> web and uh, yeah old yeller old yeller Y'all don't know. You just you e. don't know. <laughs> uh, hold on. I got to get some. Elliot dropped koozie. <laughs> you don't know. You know, remember I told y'all about that bird that got in my garage the other day? Yeah. yeah. And you'd want to talk about scary and sad. I'm still wondering if it's me that's going to die because of that. So, oh, God. <laughs> you have heard that it's bad luck if a bird flies into your house. Not just bad luck. It means somebody's going to die. Well, but it wasn't inside your house. It was in the garage. My garage yeah. is partially furnished. No, I, I consider the garage outside. <laughs> that doesn't count. You hoarding stuff in your garage doesn't count Does as a furnished room. Does not make it furnished. <laughs> <laughs> it's got furniture in it. <laughs> but Look, yeah, man. 
it, it was a cardinal, as I, as I told you guys, but the podcast people don't know. Cardinal flew in the garage as I'm pulling in with bags, and I thought it was a leaf. And so I thought, dang, that looked like a bird. Had to have been a leaf. Ain't no way a bird flew in the dang garage. So then I get out of the car, bags in both hands, and see the bird clinging to the wall over to the right. And I'm like, oh, geez, this is going to be a while. But I was a master at getting that bird out of the garage. Like a ninja. Didn't even put the bags down. So it's a cardinal. And they say that if you see a cardinal, it means someone who has passed away is visiting you. That's only so maybe the person's no, maybe the person's already dead. And maybe, you know, you say it just taps on your window. Maybe it wanted to take it a step further and wanted to come in and see if you had some of its stuff in your garage. <laughs> because you probably do. <laughs> did, did, did this guy take all my stuff when I passed? <laughs> you know, we joked. We, I say we joked. My mom started it, so it's okay. When my grandfather passed away, there was a, a big black housefly flying around everywhere. And then even though when we got on the plane to go home, the, the the fly was still there, so we joked it was my grandfather. So now every time I see a housefly, it's my grandfather. <laughs> hey, Gramps. Oh, no. Yeah, Dang, I, I which is real romantic. My house, man, because I've been killing your grandfather over and over. <laughs> my mom ate him the other day by accident. Ate him. He flew into her coffee. <laughs> oh my god, that's gross. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, they say if a cardinal pecks on your window, it's a. a a relative or somebody who's passed on who's coming to visit, which reminded me of that cowbird years ago when I had my <laughs> old car who was pecking on my mirror, and I would see yeah. him from my office, and I'd be like, wow, that bird is so into my car. It's, who is, is that my dad? Is that the spirit of my dad trying to contact me? He's pooping all over my car. What's going on? <laughs> just going to say, what relative is, hates its appearance. Hates appearance. connection with that bird. <laughs> And then come to find out, nah, he just hates himself. He hates his, he hates his reflection. <laughs> he was fighting with himself in your mirror. I hate my reflection and clean cars. Take that. <laughs> I've had to chase out a couple things out of my house before in the past. Did I ever tell you about the time there was a bat in my house? Oh, my God. That's awful. That means that somewhere near your house, there's an infestation. <laughs> if, you, if a bat gets in your house, that means a house near you has hundreds or thousands in it. Oh I yeah, it was it meant a lot. There was a vampire coming to see you. Well, if it if it was, he was thwarted quickly by a pillowcase. <laughs> so, <laughs> who knew? If, if next time you're being chased by a vampire, all you got to do is run out, throw a, a pillowcase over him, and, and scoop him out of the house. Okay. The other one is, I was at my parents' house one time, and a flying squirrel got loose in the house. Oh wow! Was there a moose with him? <laughs> no, no, no. It was outside. Hey, let my friend out of your house. And then some Russian for the squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this Russian couple showed up. It got real weird. Some friends of my mom's, they had a, a squirrel that fell down the fireplace and the fire was going. Oh no. Oh. And, but it fell into the fireplace and ran out of the fireplace through their house with its on tail on fire. Oh God. <laughs> they had to chase it around the house and then oh, out God. the door. Hold on, squirrel. I gotta put on the Benny Hill theme song. <laughs> It's like Christmas vacation almost. It's that's like a, the dogs chasing the flaming squirrel. Yeah, that's, that's all I picture is them running in circles with this tail on fire of this squirrel. Oh, yeah. You guys remember in 1979 when <laughs> Space Lab fell from space and everybody went outside to watch it? Vaguely. 
Nah, man, I was five. That was a big deal in my neighborhood in Henderson. The whole neighborhood was outside watching Space Lab fall, and some people had binoculars and telescopes, and we were standing in the middle of the street, quiet night, and you could see the red pieces of Space Lab with, with just your naked eye, no telescope, no binoculars, wow. anything. And it was fascinating, and it was a little bit scary as a kid thinking – that's something in outer space and it's literally falling to earth and we're yeah. out here watching it. And it was kind of a neat thing that the whole neighborhood came together to watch that. And then it was over. The show was over. People started going back in the house. And when my sister, my mom and I went back in the house, there was this terrible screeching noise. And I thought, oh my God, whatever fell from space <laughs> fell into the house. <laughs> what it was was a bird nest from inside the chimney at that moment of all times had fallen from the chimney into the fireplace with all the baby birds in it. Oh. And, and I was like, oh my God, it's aliens in the house for sure. There's no yeah. doubt about it. But it was the, the little baby birds, and they picked that moment to fall down. <laughs> fireplace it was crazy is there going to be a ha happy end of the story or are we just gonna keep <laughs> how do you get them out are we, are we gonna just move on <laughs> do you know i have no memory of what happened to them i just remember oh that's that, not good that being <laughs> startling i'm sure that you know there was a, probably a dustpan and a broom and an outside pudding but i i don't know well if they were still squawking it's it's a good sign yeah they were like there wasn't a fire there wasn't any benny hill theme song and any running around <laughs> Oh, flaming birds in the house again. <laughs> if if this offer was made to you, would you take it? You get a million dollars, but you hit every red light for the rest of your life. Yes. Uh, you know, I want to say no, but I could really use the cash. And I guess I would probably just get used to it. But I was thinking about that driving home the other day on Brian Boulevard. And... It, it would add up real quick. <laughs> I feel like, it. yes, it would be super annoying, but at the same token, you know it's going to happen. So it's like, oh, okay, I'll just give myself a little extra time and, and cruise on up to this red light again. But by the law of averages, it would only be slightly more annoying than what you put up with right now, if you think about it. Right. If, if you hit one out of three, it's not that bad. And some days you do hit them all. My question is, see, this is me trying to find the loophole in this, is can I take a right on red? <laughs> or am I 100%? I guess it just uh, depends on the, the, the signs and the law. Because I would try to find the way around it, like well, to take a bunch of right turns. As you know, the way I drive, a lot of times those red lights are suggestions anyway. Oh, now. No, so, they're not. <laughs> and do you have, wait, do you have a, tr a chance to beat the light? Or, or or does it automatically, like, you see it coming and it's like, oh, hold on, stupid, and it immediately turns red. No, it immediately turns red. Yeah. In this scenario, you make the light turn red because you got the million dollars. Yeah. Got it, got it. So there's no opportunity for a, a long yellow. No. <laughs> no, it's red. But... Like I said, you know, if I got the million dollars and all lights are red, that doesn't mean that much sometimes. It means you have to stop. And some of them you can turn right on red, but some of them have a little sign that says no. Sometimes you can take a left on red and fishtail across the uh, railroad tracks. It's not recommended. 
sometimes. <laughs> Someone made a point when I was reading about that was like, you know, oh, I want to go out and get a Lamborghini, but then I'm stuck at every red light. Like you can't do anything. You're just constantly aggressively, you know, you know, accelerating, then braking, accelerating, then braking. Yeah, that would be weird because they don't make roads that don't have stoplights on them. What well, about that- stop signs? Do they count? Sure. Well, you still have to stop at those, yes. Oh, wait, those aren't suggestions. <laughs> no. you, know, you know what I love is is Maddie being the rich person that he is who is so far removed from our social status had to think about whether he'd take the dang million dollars or not. Right. Well, I think for the sake of discussion, it was more of a matter of you know the, the inconvenience of always having to stop. But there's not red lights on every single road. I don't know. I you feel get like a I lot of driving them. in. Yeah, but like everywhere I go has red lights. So I'm well, just thinking about my day to day. All right, weird city boy. <laughs> well, so, I guess I'd move out to the country then. See, there you go. Yeah, you drive in open fields. There's no red lights out there. Just you look have, out for cows. You have ah, a million dollars. Do what you want. <laughs> all right, let's do the favorite cameos in movies because I got a couple. Okay, uh, let me pull that up. The favorite this is something buzzfeed did and actually like the first one they had was one of my favorites and then the other thing i want to just clarify is this list included both actors in movies and people playing themselves although i prefer the people playing themselves yeah. so like bill murray as himself in Zombieland was one of the best that was fantastic never saw it no oh it was so good or uh did you ever see the movie this is the end See, that was another really good one where like Emma Watson was like an axe murderer, and it was no. fantastic. I bet you I hadn't seen most of these that you're going to pull out of this list. This is going to be great. Do, do the Stan Lee cameos in every single Marvel movie count? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a great one. Yeah. For sure. And that's actually super I love super looking f- for those. You know, it's, and it's fun, too, to go back to the ones like some like the lesser known, like the original Hulk one. He was actually in it with Lou Ferrigno in one scene, which was cool. That's yeah. Cool. Um, and, and that wasn't always like we didn't always know that he had a cameo. It's, it's common knowledge now. But when the Marvel movies started, we didn't always know that. So it's it's fun to go back and find him. Mike Tyson is himself in The Hangover for yes. sure. Oh, he's awesome. He's Playing hilarious. in the air tonight. That was brilliant. Did you or, see yeah. that, that thing on Shark Week where they, they promoted it as Mike Tyson's going to fight Jaws, and then yeah. they said Mike Tyson knocked the shark out? That was such a ripoff. He basically massaged its head and put it to sleep. Oh. <laughs> Wait, he, he can do that? Yeah. Come on, man. They're really – can a show – is this ironic, a show about sharks jump the shark? It's always so over. <laughs> Um, another awesome one was Bob Barker as himself in Happy Gilmore. Yes. Yeah, that was good. That was priceless. Um, but then some other ones. Oh, Billy Idol as himself in The Wedding Singer was great. Yes, I loved that. He was like, also great in the movie The Doors. You didn't recognize yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's right. Um, another good one uh, was, uh, oh, 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 this is, you probably didn't see the movie 21 Jump Street, the new, like the one with uh, Channing Tatum and uh, I did. What's I did. His face? Well, how about Holly Robinson, Pete, Peter DeLuise, and Johnny Depp all being in it? Yeah, they have I don't little. They have, yeah, near the end, they're like the villains or something. Huh. And then, oh, Elton John in Kingsman: The Golden Circle was great. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. Um, Jimmy Buffett was in Jurassic World, holding two margaritas, being chased <laughs> by dinosaurs. Oh my God! Hadn't seen it. Keith Richards was Jack Sparrow's father yes. in uh, At the World's End. 
And wasn't Paul McCartney in one of them too? Oh God, I don't know. Um, um, was and he then, playing somebody's grandma? Well, they, yeah, they well, they both could have been easily. And then uh, Dan Aykroyd, Sigourney Weaver, Bill Murray, and Ernie Hudson and Annie Potts were all in the Ghostbusters, the the Lady Ghostbusters. That movie. no one saw. Nope. <laughs> I actually saw it. Did it, you? you know, it wasn't that bad. No. <laughs> I mean, it was okay. Was in, it? In a movie that was all cameos, the shortest cameo in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World was the very old and wrinkled Three Stooges playing firemen. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Top of the list of cameos. Absolutely. I knew you guys would think so. I know sure. you guys have seen that. Yeah, no, I, that that was actually the next one I was going to read, so I'll just go ahead and cross that cross that off. <laughs> but yeah, I was trying to think of some other ones, but it, it's always neat when someone pops up. This is like super random, but like I love the band Rage Against the Machine, and I remember when the first Iron Man came out, um, when he's coming out of the cave, when he's built his first Iron Man suit, one of the bad guys, one of the terrorists at the door was the guitarist for Rage Against the Machine, Tom Morello. And I was like, I think that's Tom Morello. Oh. And then what it's about, like you, you immediately get on IMDb and you're like, it was Tom Morello. What about Flea and the Big Lebowski? Yes, or also in Back to the Future. Oh, I don't know that one. Was Flea in, Big, in Back to the Future? Yeah, him and Anthony Kiedis were the ones that challenged Marty to race. I think oh, it was yes. in the second movie. That's right. But yeah, he was one of the nihilists in uh, Lebowski, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Cannonball Run movies, slam full of cameos. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mel Tillis. See, that I, I always love. I mean, I think it's cool, especially like when it's just someone popping up for, for no apparent reason. And then you, you just have, or it's even if it's uncredited and they just happen to be a, a fan or something. Yeah. I think that's always neat. Yeah, it's better when you don't know. These days, they want to leak all that stuff ahead of time, but it's great when you're surprised by it. We are about to run out of time, so tell everybody what? about that stupid ice cream freezer burn thing. Oh, come on. What do you mean stupid? It's science. Ben and Jerry's embraced it. The way to prevent freezer burn on your ice cream is to just put it in the freezer upside down. Boom. There you go. All set. I think the way to yeah. prevent freezer burn is to eat your ice cream very quickly. That too. Yeah, finish it off. It's a single <laughs> serving, no matter what size. <laughs> <laughs> you might get brain freeze, but not freezer burn. Yeah, so if you leave it uh, upside down, and then uh, unless it's been very melted, and then you might have a disaster, but the whole idea is then it'll rest against the lid, and then it won't crystallize because of the moisture and... Blah, 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 science, blah, 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 something about uh, drying out. What if you eat the ice cream upside down? Sure. Do it. Yeah, man. <laughs> you got you got one of those ice cream inversion tables I've been hearing about? <laughs> How'd you know? This uh, is it came out my nose. <laughs> I wish I liked ice cream. I hear you guys talking about it, and I hear other people. You know, I know people like that stuff. I like it very randomly, like not very often. It's a once or twice a year treat. Yeah. When I, when I was a kid, I, I bought in and I would eat it. And now once in a while I'll do it because it looks good and so many people are so into it that I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. And then I'm like, eh. That's disappointing. Man, I used, I, feel I, used for to you. Buy, 
I used to buy my kid those drumsticks all the time. You know, like yeah. she'd be like, Dad, what's for dessert? I'm like, oh, I bought you this ice cream treat. And then somebody would maybe have a few of his beverages at night and be like, I need a treat too. And there's nothing worse than that dirty feeling when you realize you ate at least two, if not three, <laughs> drumsticks. Yeah. I think you weren't just having beverages that night. Who is this? You're breaking up. I don't know what's happening. Plus, you're the guy Munchies. who's famous. You love to tell us you're lactose intolerant as you're enjoying your third ice cream and a cup of eggnog. <laughs> right. Look, I've made some decisions in my life. Sometimes you make the call and you're going, well, this isn't going to go well, but it is delicious. So <laughs> Try and do that on a Friday right after you've done your um, Blue Bear toilet paper run. Yeah. That it was going to be my yeah. final word. Why'd you just take it? <laughs> Blue Bear goes with lactose. I got it. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, I think that's it for number 29. Oh, we had the, the Perseid meteor shower this past week, and I, don't, I bet you all three of us missed the whole thing, didn't we? Yes. Dude, I can't even feel an earthquake. Why am I going to watch a meteor right. shower? Oh, this earthquake was such a letdown, too. After that last one we had maybe 10 years ago. That I didn't feel either, even though Dude. the entire radio station did. Yeah, tr- but yeah but tr- you say it was a letdown. Try telling that to Sparta. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, it's they crazy. They're but still that's, getting aftershocks, it, it, and they've got great big yeah. cracks in the ground like up on a hill, and they're like, what's coming out of there? I was just there <laughs> camping. That's the thing. It was I, I was up there a couple days prior to that. That would have been super fun to be camping during an earthquake. Yeah, but get away from that crack in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where the treasure is, Ma. But, yeah, the one that happened years ago shook the whole house. And, you know, my house is full of antique bottles, and they were clanking together. And I was like, oh, I'm going to lose a good one on this. Uh, but when this one happened Sunday, I thought it was crows on the roof. And then it went on too long, and I thought, well, maybe it's squirrels on the roof. And then it, it, was, it sounded bigger than that. I thought, well, is it foxes on the roof? Is it a coyote? <laughs> oh, this song is great. Why are they on the roof? Santa, is it you? There's good stuff You're up early. there, early. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining us for number 29. And we'll be back, we hope, as long as they let us keep doing this. And you're interested, we'll keep doing it. Be, your, be sure to subscribe and like and tell your cousins about it. Charlie, do you have another final word? Oh, but it was, are we sure it's the blue bear? I think it's the red bear. Good. We'll take a bear. Uh, You know what the bears like. They like rabbits. (laughs) That's not an option. Which package is that? (laughs) Um, I would say that my final word is, uh, you know, sometimes you need to eat three drumsticks, even if you are lactose intolerant, because it's delicious. You only live once. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Next time. (laughs) Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.